1: want to do what's best to protect our children but when threats come in so many forms and from every different direction it can feel overwhelming and many don't know where to start this is why it is so important to research and find trusted sources who will give you straight talk expert advice and who will teach you important strategies to help keep your family healthy well and thriving you're listening to nurses out loud on america out loud talk radio i'm your host nurse kimberly overton before we get started today, I do want to encourage our listeners, if you have questions or comments, or perhaps you want to share your own experiences with what you're seeing on the front lines of healthcare, you can submit those to any of the hosts by emailing us directly at americaoutloud.com. We would love to hear from you. We encourage all of you to engage in the battle and find your voice in this fight, but until you're able to do that, we will continue to be that voice for you. Joining me today are doctors Teresa and Stuart Warner, founders of the Wellness Parenting Revolution. And they have been called America's most trusted source for raising healthy kids. Doctors Warner have been in private pediatric, chiropractic and prenatal practice in Point Pleasant, New Jersey for 30 years, where they have helped thousands of children and pregnant women overcome illness and optimize their health. The doctors are founders of the American Health and Freedom Coalition and published the Wellness Revolution magazine. Their mission is to give children every advantage in health, wellness, and life. Doctors Warner are internationally sought-after keynote speakers and postgraduate educators. They have been featured at over 700 doctor conferences, parenting health expos, and freedom rallies around the world. They are warriors to effect change to help turn the sickest generation of kids in history into the healthiest. Through their signature strategies for healing leaky gut and boosting immune and brain function in kids, they are working to reverse the alarming rise of childhood illness. Doctors Warner work hard to protect individual religious freedoms, bodily autonomy, and parental rights. Dr. Cherry has presented at the United Nations DPI NGO to the Women's and Children's Health Committee. And both doctors gave testimony to the White House Commission on alternative and complementary medicine. Doctors Terry and Stu Warner are media spokespersons who regularly appear in the national media and on TV as kids' health experts, talking about the benefits of natural approaches to health and wellness. Their groundbreaking segment on the Doctors' TV show on chiropractic care for newborns was highly acclaimed for raising awareness of this important topic. Despite their many accolades, their greatest achievement by far are their three beautiful children, Sydney, Skylar, and Alexis. Dr. Zuarnes, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, it's such a pleasure to be here. Hey, it's so wonderful to have you guys on. I know that, you know, I've had you on my other show by my um, nurses station webinar that we used to do back on Nurse Freedom Network. So I'm really excited to have you join me for Nurses Out Loud. It's definitely a broader audience that we're going to be reaching today. Fantastic. Looking forward to it absolutely so let's dig right in so you guys have been in this space for 30 years now what was it that inspired you to get into this you know the the realm of health and wellness and focusing on uh, on, on getting these children healthy
2: we get asked that quite a bit because we were married and in practice for almost 10 years before um, we had kids of our own. So we developed a passion right in chiropractic university in outpatient clinic when our first set of patients happened to be pediatric patients and we saw the outstanding results that we had on children's health and well-being that inspired us to go on a uh, whole journey of uh, trying to find the best solutions to to raise healthy kids.
1: Yeah, and what are some of of the most impactful stories that you have um, when you're with your pediatric? Do you have any stories that you can share with us? I think we maybe spoke about this before, and that's why I'm thinking about it. You had a a really um, impactful case with a child where they had a reversal of their illness, and I would love for you to touch on that. Do you know which one I'm
3: talking about? i d I'm not sure which story you're talking about, but I'm but how long is this show again? Because we could go on for this about for you know for three days. <laughs> sure. Um because there have been so many thousands and thousands. Um so the you know, uh I don't know which one I told you in the past, but, you know, we could just rattle them off because the truth is once we're able to help the kids to unlock that God given potential, that healing power that's within all of us, miracles just happen. And so, you know, guiding them gently down that right path of um, of healing from within and understanding that God gave us everything within our bodies to be able to, to to have that potential if only we can unlock it. So sometimes that gets, you know, covered up by different things that I'm sure we'll get into, you know, along today's talk. But um, we've seen so many amazing miracles happen along the way. Um, Right from I, I, you know, I remember in school, um, having some someone's vision get better. And at the time I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's amazing that, you know, their prescription changed and they went back to that. And so stories like that, you know, just are in, you know, in the beginning, we're like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, incredible. And, um, you know, of course you have all the hundreds and hundreds of cases that we've seen of ear infections, you know, that were so persistent over the years that clear up, Um, Myself with my growing up with childhood severe asthma and, you know, my own journey of going to chiropractors and having my allergies and my asthma um, clear up. And uh, not having, you know, the issues that we had with that. So yeah, having story after story like that. But, you know, the one that that popped into my head and, and we have a lot of special needs kids and kids on the spectrum and and uh, different levels of autism that, you know, that we've seen over the years. And those stories, you know, I, I feel like are the most um impactful or, or, you know, stand out for me. And we had one, uh, one girl in particular that popped into my head who her mom would just come in and, um, you know, was just, was just sad and devastated, you know, over this. And it had been, you know, years that her daughter was, was shut in, in her shell. And after she had started under care and she, with her story, she was, um, was getting severe, severe migraines and so much so that, you know, it would interfere in every aspect of her life. And they became so frequent and so persistent that um, it was just taking over their um, their being. And, and long story short, after she started getting adjusted, we started to see them uh, clear up, to lessen, to spread apart for frequency, for duration, for intensity. And I know they, they came into me one day, and what really stood out to get to the point is the mom came into me, and I'm getting choked up just saying it. But the mom starts crying, and she said, for the first time in so long as she could remember, her daughter hugged her and said, Mommy, I love you. And to have the, the stories that are so touching when you know families that are ripped and torn apart by what's happening today in healthcare and and, you know, they had been giving her such strong medicine that it was, you know, trying to eradicate the best way that the doctors knew possible. The only, you know, when when you're a hammer, all you, you know, or when you're, you know, uh, which way am I saying? When you're a nail, all you know is a hammer, hammer. How did I mess up this story? I've said your it a million times. A hammer. No, your only tool is a hammer. Okay. Um, like right. And so thanks, Dr. Stu. And so I'm getting choked up in my story. I can't think of my uh, analogies here. But but so they were giving her such strong medication to cover up the headaches that it was shutting down her personality. And so once we were able to turn her power back on, get her body working right, we didn't need that and, and you know, comes full circle. So having those touching moments, of course that happens so many times with our special needs kids, our autistic kids, our kids on the spectrum. And so those are the ones that to me really, You know, make the difference of seeing the families that are being ripped apart, come back together and find each other to, you know, unlock that that love and that potential between them, because that's really what you know what it's all about and what makes the biggest difference. So um, those are the kind of stories that we love to hear. And thankfully, uh, you know, thank God we get to hear uh, every day. You know, and that's
1: what's so amazing. I was very allopathically trained as a nurse. So, you know, I, I didn't really get to experience a lot of that. I got to see a lot of chronic illnesses that sometimes if we were lucky, we maybe managed the symptoms for, but you didn't see a lot of people getting well. And I've been in healthcare, if you want to call it that, I call it sick care now, but I've been in this system for 26 years and there wasn't a lot of. Of, of breakthroughs like that. Like it wasn't a lot of seeing these people get well, and it's not very satisfying. When I worked in the ICU and this was, it was very depressing to me, and this was even pre-COVID that, you know, 95% of what would come through the door completely preventable with lifestyle modifications. Um, but yet we were just seeing people come in sicker and sicker and and nobody's getting better. And it just, it, it was so demoralizing and depressing to watch this happening over and over again and i mean let's talk about let's talk about why we have the sickest generation of children now i was pro-vaccine my entire life in nursing career and it's not because i was so militantly pro-vaccine it's because honestly nurses don't get any real education on vaccines the only education we get safe effective and necessary that's all and i you know i have a lot of um shame in realizing that I didn't do my own research and that I just accepted that narrative for so many years. It was actually um, an event that you guys held in Nashville, where I heard a presentation from Dr. Brian Hooker and Neil Miller, where I really started to look at um, look at things from a different perspective. And they were doing a study, they did a study on vaccinated versus unvaccinated health outcomes. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? Do you feel like this is, I, I mean, I, after that presentation, I start to feel like we're all vaccine injured on some level. Would you agree with that?
2: I do, yes. Um, you know, every child is injured by a vaccine, although, you know, if they're symptomatic or not is a different issue. Right.
3: So we were super excited to have, you um, Neil and Brian um, do that presentation. And um, I know for yourself and but for so many others, it is so impactful and the work that they've um, done for for these years and now collaborated on together and being able to bring to the forefront front is really. Um, just fantastic and so wonderful, and it's something that Stu and I have wanted to see happen for for thirty years. And I'll tell you why. Because when we were right from the time we were back in chiropractic college and and getting out, getting married, having babies, you know, all our friends are doing the same. And we watched these kids um, of our friends that are chiropractors, even before we had kids, or our friends that were second or third generation chiropractors who were unvaccinated. Um, who were living this, uh, the, you know, what we refer to as the chiropractic wellness lifestyle. So in addition to unvaxxed, maybe they, you know, were were living a much more... Uh, natural lifestyle than others, but we had always said, gosh, you know what we really want to organize is a study to look at vaxxed versus unvaxxed, because we would see it in our friends, in their families, in these second, third generation families, and then in our own practice. So we'd see thousands of of families, and we'd see the kids, and we'd have families that didn't vax, some that did selective or, or staggered or partial vax, and then some that followed the protocol and see the difference in their children. And we really started to notice these changes. And then we'd have something happen that we'd have families that would come in and they were following you know, the traditional guidelines. They'd come into the office, they'd get educated. Now they'd stay under care for- one, two, five, you know, 10 years. And they'd have a second child, a third child. And the first child, they followed regular standard protocols um, and guidelines. And then they said, you know what? um, we, we don't think that we want to do this anymore. You know, we want to start, we don't want to vaccinate our second child. Um, we want to stop vaccinating this one and and not vaccinate the third one at all, et cetera. And so we really see these changes and it's pretty staggering, um, to look at them. So seeing, you know, seeing, um, Brian and Neil be able to bring this to the forefront was really incredible. We were blessed to have them, you know, on our stage and, um, and for the work that they're doing. Yeah,
1: and it it was really compelling evidence. When we start to look at, you know, the instance of a chronic illness in these children, and we think about the increase, of course, in autism, I believe it's now one in 33 children are on the spectrum. Um, And then, of course, the rise in ADHD um, and food intolerances, allergies, um, and asthma, all of these.
3: Absolutely. And you know, Kimberly, what's stands out as you're rolling that. Not, not only is this so um, scandalous and these, uh, you know, stats are just staggering, um, but what has happened is, you know, they they keep moving the goalposts on us, right? So now all of a sudden people think that that's normal. Something that's common just because it's something that's very common and has become an everyday fact, it doesn't mean that that's normal or that's the way that God intended us to be. And so, you know, what's what's alarming to us and what's so ingrained in our mission is trying to bring that to the light and to the force forefront in people's minds is, you know, just because we're seeing, you know, in the average classroom today, that it's it's normal for, you know, three-quarters of the kids to um have some sort of significant diagnosis. It's normal for half of them to have to carry an inhaler and to have epipens and and um you know, to have to go to the nurse's office midday to get their treatments, to get um, some sort of therapy or a medication given to them, that doesn't mean that that's normal. Because if we go back just a generation or two ago, that was not the case. You know, it wasn't, uh, you know, our grandparents and our parents and, and us, you know, ourselves, you know, if I go back, I'm aging myself here, but, you know, I was an 80s kid. And so if we go back to that, We didn't have peanut free tables in our, you know, I I didn't know anyone that had one. I mean, there probably was one kid that had an allergy uh, to peanuts or or food allergy in general. I don't remember having any. Um, I was the one kid I knew with asthma, you know, like that it wasn't like it is today. And so we didn't have friends with type one diabetes. You didn't have autistic kids um, in the classrooms. So it wasn't the same. And now they've come to have everyone believe and, you know, they've done this amazing um, job, you know, with the media of just convincing everyone that, oh, no, it was always this way you know we just have better diagnosis tools today and and you just didn't realize that that's the way it always was but it sure enough is and and that's just the way it is and that's the way it has to be and and everyone has to get used to it but we want to say no you know that isn't the way it was al- it, it always was that's not the way it's supposed to be and that is not the way we want to see it in the future and if we do the right things now we're not going to have that happen in the future. You know, it is not too late to reverse this, uh, to reverse the trend and the tide. And so if we take the proper steps to educate the public and to get out there loud enough and long enough, we're just going to combat them and um, and be able to have people wake up. You know, it's kind of like uh, what happened in COVID that people went to sleep for a while. They're convincing them now of anything that's not OK. And we want them to wake back up. I think that if there is a silver lining to COVID
1: that it is that it has you know, so many people have been awakened. These, the captured government agencies, you know, the big pharma, they've really overplayed their hand on this one. And, you know, by doing so, so many of us, the nurses and doctors have really awakened to what's been happening for so long and what you've recognized. And uh, kudos to both of you for all of the incredible work you've been doing all of these years to, to, to educate and inform people about what's happening. And I, I'm sure you get a lot of pushback. Um, just in that chiropractic wellness space, I know from coming from the allopathic world and, you know, these, these are, um, practices that have always been pretty readily discredited from the mainstream. And, you know, how do you balance that with people coming at you with, you know, scientific research and all of this and evidence-based practice and, um, and how do you navigate the space to get that information out there?
2: Well, you have to do it all means necessary because people need the information, and you know we've seen over the last several years that you know double, triple board certified doctors from Harvard and Stanford and Yale have been censored and, and deplatformed. So, um, you know, we've been deplatformed many times as, as well. So you know we need to be able to reach people every way possible through um social media through blogs through through videos through through tv because we need to empower people with with information so they can make better decisions and you know we talked about these last few years uh you know people have seen the uh, contradictions and the corruption and the lies and the uh, media, governmental, pharmaceutical system. And the results have been devastating on our society. So, you know, people lost trust in the established uh, institutions, but the uh, big tech giants are still censoring the, the truth. So we need to be able to, you know, be persistent and consistent in getting the information to people so they can make better decisions because especially with children, you know, God designed our children to be healthy and that's, that's the normal state. Our children should be health unless we, we make poor decisions or interfere with the natural process. So, you know, we want to keep on that path to be able to share the science, share the best guidelines and, you know, inspire people to take control of their family's health.
1: Right. And I think, oh, I'm sorry, Terry, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just going to say, you know, to piggyback on him, you know, truth is truth. And, um, you know, just being able to stand up for for that truth makes you more convicted. And so I think as chiropractors, we've always had. Had um you know had that and we we all universally kind of have to you 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 know traditionally if I go back to when I was a kid you know it goes back a lot of decades and and back then people you know we were a little bit the black sheep in the in the family um and so it just makes you more convicted to knowing that this is the truth and we need to stand up for it because when you see just like when I was a little girl and I got adjusted and my symptoms cleared up as soon as. My body could start to 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 heal itself and do what it was supposed to do. You see that again and again in practice. And so, although chiropractic will never have um, big pharma money to go out and do huge, you know, research studies, more and more research is is being done all the time that proves the the advocacy and and benefits of uh, a healthy spine and nervous system and how chiropractic care helps people, but. The truth, you know, I like to say is in the patients. And so patient after patient, story after story, uh, people just coming in, getting adjusted and getting well. And and so being able to stand up for that, you know, we we had a friend that used to use an analogy and a a funny story and say, you know, and he, like my husband, um, had been uh, losing his losing hair, right? So, you know, a stew, if anyone's nose has a little, you know, a little, um, (laughs) a little a little yeah bold on the top is that i'm trying to think of a funny nice way to say it so anyway you know if you if you like us if you go you know into the store and you get a bottle of aloe and you rub it on your head and one guy rubs it on his head and he starts to grow hair uh, you know that's that's a, a great story. If you have you know the guy number two and and he rubs aloe on his head and he starts to grow hair, you know. they could look and say, "Oh, that's anecdotal, right? This guy had it, that guy had it." But you know what? A thousand guys rub aloe on their head and they all start to grow hair. Well, sign up my husband, right? So so if it works again and again and again, and we know that it works. Um, no matter how much research you have, uh, the proof is in, the, you know, in the patients and, and hearing those stories and seeing them day after day.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, what's really important is that we've got to start speaking up and speaking out, right? Because when when we know better, we are called upon to do better. When I didn't, Like I said earlier, I didn't come into the fight anti-vax. I'm, I will be leaving that way. Um, I'm absolutely leaving that way. I'm now 100% um, against all all vaccines, um, I do will not recommend them. I will never give another child another vaccine. I, I have you know, to deal with that and process the fact that I have vaccinated. I can't even tell you how many children, and in wonder, you know, have I ever harmed a child? Um, that's something that I try to give myself a lot of grace on, you know. But when we know better, we do better. But for a long time, I, I didn't really want to speak up and speak out very loudly about. Like just going up to people and saying, "Hang, hey, don't vaccinate your children," but I have since started doing that, you know, because I think it's so important that we, like you said earlier, Stu, that we reach these people by any and all means necessary. So just the other day, I I, um, I met a woman who was pregnant, and I found myself literally um, telling her, you know, please do your own independent research on vaccines i started asking if she had given any thought to this this was her first child and she was very grateful for the information that i gave her she said that she had always kind of had questions about it but you know was was relying on the experts if you will um so i gave her that information and i'm i'm really glad that i planted that seed with her and i think that that's what we all have to do we have a responsibility to one another you know to help each other get through and, and as you're trying to do raise the healthiest children possible because they have absolutely normalized the chronic illness and um things like sudden uh now now sudden adult death syndrome they are trying to normalize this as they did sudden infant death syndrome and there's nothing normal about a, a healthy baby dying in their sleep
2: no uh definitely not and you know the public was led to believe that, you know, vaccines were safe, they were effective, and everyone has to have them. And all three of those statements are lies. You know, they're not totally safe because we see um, through the VAERS um, report, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, that, um, you know, thousands of of babies have died from vaccines and millions are injured over the years. Um, you know, they're not totally safe. We can look at the uh the US vaccine court, where the government has paid out over four billion dollars to families whose children have become injured or or died from the vaccines. And it's very difficult to go through that process to be able to prove your case so 4 million dollars paid out is only a fraction of really the uh, extent of the families that are injured by vaccines and you know one of the clearest ways to show that the vaccines are not safe is to look at the the vaccine package inserts that that are contained with every vaccine that a pediatrician gives and if you look at the vaccine uh, package insert it will show you know hundreds of diseases that the vaccine can cause including death so you know we know they're not safe there is no drug that doesn't have side effects or or harmful effects and actually you know vaccines is in the forefront of that uh list of drugs that will cause illness and, and um you know can cause death. So they're not, not totally safe, but they're not totally effective because we see outbreaks all over the country in the vaccinated population. We see um outbreaks from time to time of, of measles and and mumps, um, etc. And you know The one uh, part of the story that is usually uh, hidden when you go a little deeper and and look at it is in those uh, outbreaks around the country, at least 50 percent of the um, of the uh, kids that are affected have been vaccinated. And in many of the cases, like I remember there was an outbreak of uh, mumps in Texas a few years back and 100 percent. Of those affected were vaccinated, so we see across the board that um, they're not effective because you know the uh, if they have any uh, it, it, you know uh, uh, effect on lessening any of the diseases, they're they're you know short lived in, in most of the cases and don't outweigh the the tremendous uh, harmful effects. So the vaccines are not totally safe. They're not totally effective. And what parents need to know is not everyone has to have them, which they're led to believe because in, you know, most of the states around the country, there's uh, religious exemptions, there's a philosophical exemption in some and medical exemptions. So, you know, parents need to know that they have options and You know, those options have been under attack in in many states. And in New Jersey, you know, they tried to take away the religious exemption to vaccines here. And what is famously known as the Battle of Trenton, which, you know, all the different groups came together in New Jersey and fought back and we uh, retained our religious exemption. So, you know, parents need to be educated. Uh, You know, most um, parents will spend more time um you know most uh dads will spend more time researching and picking out a flat screen tv than what they're injecting into their kids and you know most moms will you know decide and uh you know labor over what uh color nail polish to put on their nails um more so than they will uh, deciding and researching what Uh, They're injecting into their kids. So, you know, we need to empower parents to, you know, let them know that, you know, this, you know, these are your kids and these decisions are going to have lifelong implications. So we need to be able to to wake up and, you know, we see uh, adverse events in the vaccinated kids every single day. And um, in 30 years, I can't remember uh, ever seeing a child harmed from not being vaccinated.
1: Right. And I think one of the biggest fallacies out there is that that the effectiveness of vaccines, right? And there's actually no evidence that any of the vaccines have caused a decrease in mortality for any disease. We have clean water systems to thank for that. And unfortunately, the the narrative is that it's these vaccines that have caused this de- decrease in mortality despite there being no scientific evidence of that. But when you talk yeah, about-
3: absolutely. Go ahead, Kimberly.
1: Oh, sorry. When, when we talk about the VARs and I really want to make a, a, an, an important note here. When you talk about the VARs and the thousands and thousands of injuries that we've seen, it's so important to note that VARs is only capturing about 1%, 1% of um, the injuries. It is a drastically underreported and flawed system. So it's so important to know. And when we think about that, we realize very quickly that the situation we have is, it's catastrophic. America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, or Alexa 24-7. Great Talk Radio. All of our shows go to podcast the following day. You can hear them on apps such as Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for me. Don't forget to check out our online store at americaoutloud.shop where you can find all of the products that we represent on our network at a discounted rate, including a seer redox, which I can personally speak to seeing fantastic results with, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. Use promo code out to save 15% off your purchase. I'll catch you on the other side of this break. Stay with us.
0: It's time and this say- is.
2: HealthyCell.com, code out loud. The pandemic may
1: be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
2: While the cancel culture destroys our history, bringing crime and terror to city streets, America Out Loud.
0: news will enhance its own message of love and honor for the American traditions and constitutional values that have always been the backbone
2: of what America means. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America Out Loud Talk Reading. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
3: For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
1: Welcome back to Nurses Out Loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. Wherever you're listening from today and whatever you're doing, I thank you for giving me the gift of your time. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts, and videos so we can help secure America's future. If you're just joining us, I've been talking with Drs. Terry and Stu Warner. Now let's jump right back in. Again, thank you guys so much for being here with me today one of the things i really want to touch on and, and we spoke about this in the first half of the show is how we need to get this information by any means necessary out to the public and have an informed populace to help make them make better choices and decisions for themselves and for their families and what i love about you guys is that you are so diversified you have so many different initiatives that you're working on um so you do have um your, your practice, obviously, but you also have a magazine as well. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about your magazine and the different initiatives that you have and the ways that you're getting this information out to the public.
2: Yes. The, the wellness revolution magazine was a passion project to, you know, be able to provide the best, um, science and content, um, guidelines, protocols, to be able to give parents and, you know, individuals the information that they need to make better decisions for for their families. You know, we're facing the sickest generation of, of kids in the history of the world. And, you know, parents are desperately looking for better approaches and solutions. And, you know, we're recognizing every childhood illness has skyrocketed in the last uh, 30 years and you know parents need to have the, the best information and you know having a uh, chronically sick kids are one of the top reasons for divorce uh, one of the top reasons for bankruptcy so having sick kids you know really is devastating and tears families apart so we wanted to be able to have a place where Um, you know, people can come and be able to, you know, read and learn from the world's most accomplished, respected medical doctors, chiropractors, nurses, scientists, and, and freedom advocates and parents, you know, that have been doing this in the trenches for their own families that have healthy families. So we wanted to have a a lot of, uh, you know different types of information in there to guide parents that you know they can look to every month and be able to know that they're getting you know information that is uncensored and information that's going to be you know time tested and proven to to raise healthy families you know we'll have the next edition coming out in in September and uh, it's going to have a you know a lot of great articles in it.
1: That's amazing. And then I know that uh, Dr. Terry, you've been working on um, some books as well. Is that right? That you've got coming out.
3: Um, yeah sure do. We're real excited about that as well. you know, anything that we can do to get more information out to the public and you know, and what I love about um what all of us do you know or and our passion projects in particular um is just allowing parents and you know, of course I'm reaching out to moms in particular, but parents in general to know that they're part of a community at large. and so whether it's through um, books um and and getting that you know healthy information out to them this you know particular one that um just came out with is a healthy school lunch book and allowing moms to you know understand what that means how they can do that in a in an easy way and how their kids will love it um and so doing things like that through wellness moms america and um forming chapters and allowing moms to have a place to gather and to to Join and know they're part of a community um, events like the events that we hold that, you know, in the next one coming up, things like the magazine and be being able to have that at their fingertips um, and and not only find out about the research and, and read articles, but also the lifestyle products to support um, a healthy lifestyle is so important as well. So all of these things are bringing us together and making more available all the tools uh, that people need to be able to know that uh, not only is, uh, is this something that I should look at but really i have to take a deep dive as a parent you know part of being a parent is parenting the the health and wellness and the well-being of my child and not putting that uh, responsibility over to uh their 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 doctor or um pillsbury or you know or McDonald's or whatever like quickie way they want to try to think they're they're doing something for their kid not the television not the it's it's really taking that deep dive and saying like yeah you know I need to put more more be more invested in this than I am in picking out my new television so really we want to start educating them in a way that they're like wow not only um you know, is this okay, but it's actually fun. I'm part of a a really big community at large. We all are doing this. And now I know that I'm not the you know, the, the black sheep, I'm not the one in my family that chose to, oh gosh, you know, I'm by myself because I chose to do a home birth. Um, and my, you know, my mother-in-law thinks I'm crazy and, and I'm now I'm breastfeeding and I'm only feeding my kids organic and I don't want to vaccinate and I'm getting them, uh, you know, we go to the pediatric chiropractor and we get them adjusted and, you know, we're doing all these things as are part of a healthy lifestyle and making sure they're growing up that way and that's not the the oddball parent that should be our standard norm and if you're going outside of that that's that should be the you know the the black sheep or whatever we want to call it you know so we want to redefine and make sure that these old school principles that we were doing for really you know as long as time, you know, has has been, as long as people have been around, these kind of biblical ideas of how to, you know, raise a healthy family, and all of a sudden they've been hijacked, and we want to say, wait a minute, that's not okay. Let's get back to all of this. There's a way we can do it. There's a path forward. It's um, it's easier than you think. And you know what? There's a heck of a lot of people around to help and support you along that mission
2: to give parents um, the. Uh, strategies to have a uh, their child start off in the best possible way you know we've put together what we call a the trifecta these three strategies from birth are the most powerful strategies and most um, effective strategies if you want to have a healthy child and the, the first one is to have the most important checkup at, at birth, and that's to have a, a chiropractor check the newborn baby for any subluxations, which are vertebrae that are locked up or misaligned that are interfering with the nervous system. And that's very prevalent um, from in utero constraint during the pregnancy and from the actual birth process. You know, there's some German orthopedists um, that did your, some studies in Europe that showed that 80% of babies born due to the stress of the torsion and traction that the obstetrician needs to use to deliver a baby, that 80% of babies are born with subluxation. So this is vital because that baby's brain and nervous system controls every single cell tissue and organ in that baby. Uh, including the entire immune system, the hormones, the biochemistry, how the body heals. The brain and nervous system is the most important system in the body. So we have to make sure that there isn't any interference in that system by spinal misalignment. So having a chiropractic checkup at birth to ensure a healthy spine and nervous system is essential to starting that baby off on the right foot. Because if there is a subluxation at birth, which only a doctor of chiropractic can determine through the proper evaluation, um, that baby is going to be compromised. It's going to have nerve interference and it's going to diminish their ability to to function properly. So that's number one. Number two is to keep chemicals out of their bodies. So that includes all uh, vaccinations and drugs. And also the mom has to be mindful too of what um, they're consuming not to pass any uh, chemicals on to to the newborn baby. So that's um, number two. And number three is to fully breastfeed that baby. Um, you know, that's nature's uh, perfect food. That's nature's immunization. That's nature's bonding and the way the uh, immunity is transferred. So I would highly recommend that anyone that's, um, you know, and and by the way only uh females can uh, breastfeed their their babies very important Uh, to note that yes men uh men cannot cannot breastfeed babies but um so that's the trifecta so um you know we're looking at upwards of 60 percent of chronically ill children today Uh, that means that over half of our kids are going to be sick for the rest of their lives if you do these three things, you will dramatically re- reduce that and be able to optimize their health. So uh, have your baby evaluated by chiropractor at birth. And by the way, the actual adjustment for a newborn baby is, is very safe and gentle and loving and scientific and and necessary. Um, and, uh, you know, it's something every... Every mom should be educated about so chiropractic care of birth, uh, keep the chemicals and vaccines out of the body and number three is fully breastfeed and that that baby has the best chance possible to be healthy.
1: Absolutely. And I've been saying that to people now like stop taking these babies to the pediatricians and get that baby to a chiropractor immediately and give them the best chance in life for a healthy life moving forward. Because, you know, the pediatricians I have really since lost a lot of respect for, um, you know, we can weigh and measure our babies and track our, their milestones all on our own, right? We can get a scale, we can do that. What do they do outside of jabbing these babies? I hate to say it like that, but that's kind of where I'm at with uh, that, because honestly, and we can get into that, that's a whole other story and a whole other topic about how these pediatricians are financially incentivized to keep parents and children compliant with the CDC schedule. And it seems like that's really all they do anymore. Would you agree?
3: Unfortunately, that's our experience as well. And, um, and so you you kind of summarized it quite well. Um, It's, you know, if for, for emergency situations, we need, you know, somewhere to be able to uh, you know, Maybe someone so that that may be a realm for them. But as far as um, wellness, one of the most dangerous visits you can probably make is is a well baby checkup. So um, so we want to make sure that we're uh, taking care of them the best way possible. And, and just let, you know, anyone know as well, since uh, you and Stu were mentioning about chiropractic care for infants or bringing a newborn or, or a young baby to the chiropractor, um, the, in case you haven't seen, a had your child adjusted yet or or seen that physically, you can like, and it's very different than many adjustments that you might think of or or see um, certainly on a TikTok video, but um, on an adult, and it's a little more pressure than you'd comfortable, comfortably be able to um, place on your eyeball. So if you put your finger to your eyeball, put a teeny little bit of pressure on that that's about all it takes. Or if you were trying to um, test the ripeness of a tomato, and you gave them just that little bit of squeeze, but it, that amount of pressure, but applied in the um, on the right vertebra in the right direction, it's very specific. It's able to release that that, ten, uh, that nerve pressure and um, allow their body to work the way that it was intended.
2: Another very important um, concept for parents to understand is you know, when their uh, children are developing and going through uh, growth spurts, um, any misalignments or subluxations in the spine will be accentuated as much as, you know, as the trunk of the tree grows, so grows um, the tree. But we want to make sure that child's spine is in alignment and moving properly as they're growing and uh, through growth spurts and development, because, um, you know, that will ensure that they have a healthy spine and nervous system.
1: Absolutely. And something I've been really praying about adding um, um, is a midwifery component to remnant nursing. That's something I'm I'm working on currently. And I would love to get, you know, a team together with the the midwife and then have a chiropractor right there at the birth to do that examination that crucial examination and again make sure that that baby has the best start in life.
3: Um, But that's so great, Kimberly. I love we had, you know, uh, we had had a conversation and you had mentioned that to me. And I just love that, you know, having cared for so many moms, um, pregnant moms, it's so important for a pregnant mom to get adjusted. And um, not only for, you know, the obvious thing, like the aches and pains and anyone that's been pregnant, you know what it feels like. Um, But to make sure that we have proper alignment for a mom to have a healthy natural birth. Uh, so we work with a lot of midwives. We've had. Um, obstetricians that have come to me with with their own, you know, carrying the breach themselves or um, issues that they're going through, and certainly referring in, and our midwives referring in to us and doulas and working with them because they see the outcome of how much easier the job is made and how healthier the outcomes are when a mom's able to have proper pelvic alignments. Um, to make that you know an ease of of the birth, or to naturally be able to correct, um, have the baby flip and and correct a breach before we have to um, do that delivery. And so, having a chiropractor is an essential part of a birth team, and it's really a wonderful component. I've had the privilege of you know attending births and checking babies right after birth, and being able to you know to be there is you know amazing and it is important to check that baby right away. Our babies got checked by my husband, you know, immediately before their umbilical cords were even uh, cut and had, you know, really beautiful experiences that way. But if there are situations where the cord was wrapped, um, where, you know, they had, you know, more of a traumatic birth coming in. Um, we've certainly had many stories and many friends who thank God were there to be able to deliver a literally a life-saving chiropractic adjustment for the baby who, um, you know, in cases was ready to be, you know, rushed down to the NICU or an emergency situation. And, it was able to be resolved really quickly by correcting that cervical subluxation.
2: You know, everyone listening might be, you know, saying to themselves, I need to find a chiropractor. Um, you know, it's important to note that about 50% of the chiropractors in the country um, do focus on babies and families and pregnant women and uh, immune system, health and wellness. And the other half limit their practices more to pain syndromes and accidents and um you know, situations like that. So you want to make sure you do your research. We're happy to assist anyone trying to find a chiropractor around the world. You know, we want to make sure you have the best experience and, you know, we will be bringing uh, the world's leading chiropractors together in Uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale area in November, along with the the top functional medical doctors and and the most outstanding nurses and scientists for the uh, Health and Freedom Summits master plan to raising healthy kids. So that's going to be November 3rd to the 5th in Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona. So anyone that wants to come and get a total immersion in, in you know, all of the best uh, strategies and science and protocols and inspiration can come and be with hundreds and hundreds of other people that are all there with, you know, 50 of the doctors and nurses and scientists to be able to all focus on the master plan for raising healthy kids and adults and taking back our health and, and freedoms. And You know, they can go to uh, wellnessparenting.info. That's wellnessparenting.info to see all the speakers and, you know, all the the different happenings there.
1: Yeah. And in this last few minutes that we have, I I wanted to absolutely touch on this because, um, these these events are so important in bringing people together and letting them know that there's a community out there that will support them. Again, I came to my awakening at one of your events in Nashville back uh, in March of, I think it was March of 2020. 21 22 I don't even know it's been such an incredible three years but um, I actually spoke at that event um, and and I do want to say and I I'd like to let everybody know and give credit to to the Warners because um, you know I have been in this space for about three years and really have had to scratch and claw to get a platform for the nurses. And when I had expressed that frustration to you, Stu, during one of our conversations, when you had invited me back to speak at your Orlando event, you know, to your credit, you both did something that was just absolutely amazing. And you offered the nurses a platform. Um, And and I can't tell you how grateful I am for that because we have now done, uh, I believe we're on our third or fourth American Freedom Nurses Summit, which is a part of this larger American Freedom uh, Health Summit. And, and the response that we had from the nurses and from the public in general to what we've been able to put out there and the information we've been able to provide has been so impactful so thank you both so much for that opportunity. And we're going to go ahead and we'll we'll put in the show notes that will accompany this episode to podcast. We will make sure that we include the links to purchase tickets and also to um, your your book and and all of the incredible initiatives that you are both working on. Again, thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. And again, you can find me here every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Until next time, be safe, be well, and God bless. Tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern as I hand off the baton to Nurse Michelle. We are in a war for truth. We are putting out a bounty on the real misinformation and exposing the purveyors of propaganda. No topic is off limits as we shine our lights and expose the darkness.
0: It's time and this see- is.